Hello there. This is Gardner Central here. Welcoming you. Hi. And uh, welcome to this podcast series called the Gen Z Speak. We are today with a very very interesting person from the University of Pittsburgh, Archana Ramkumar, who is currently interning at the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. It's been my very very uh, very desired and intended uh you know aspiration to talk to the gen z people to understand as to where they stand in today's lifetimes what is their worldwide view and what are their perspectives about various things in that process today we have archana with us thank you very much archana for making time from your internship and be with us welcome tell us something about yourself Thank you for having me on this podcast. I um, was very much looking forward to it. Um so yeah, I just came back from college. I am just uh starting my internship soon in the next uh 2 weeks. So I've been preparing for that. Um and I'm right. just spending time at home with my dog and my family. Wonderful. Wonderful. great and it's lovely to speak to you from across and um, i thought it'll be important for me to get your sound bites on various aspects around life and it's been a pretty interesting thing to interact with the gen z people and i thought none other than rachna should be able to give me a window to the perspective that she holds about life and so we are here today uh let me kick off the interaction with this question a very broad one at that which is how do you see the world going today what are your views about it um so something i see a lot especially in the last you know uh two years or, or so i just feel like there is a lot of negativity in the world um especially on social media but you know i just think there's a lot of like um negative interactions like a lot of like issues that have been um brought to light whether it's like political economical anything like that um mm-hmm. and that's what i feel like you know us staying at home during the pandemic you know we've just been reading the news on our phones you know on tv so i think that we have been seeing just a lot of issues you know all across right. the globe right right any particular issue that you believe is uh, you know hogging the limelight from a positive perspective in terms of uh, the goodness that you see amidst mm-hmm. all this negativity that you are talking about I think something really positive that came out of everything was uh through the Black Lives Matter movement. Um uh-huh. I think there has just been a lot of eye-opening conversations um regarding like like racial like racial comments, like biases, more accepting of everyone regardless of their background, who they are, where they're from. I have definitely felt like people are just more welcoming and accepting and more understanding um that we are all the same, you know. There is no 
there shouldn't be any difference in treatment because of the mm-hmm. color of our skin and i feel like in because all like in addition to the black lives matter movement i feel like it also can apply to us like as indians because you know i mean for me i am an indian who's in the united states so of course like i sometimes feel like i'm an odd one out at times especially in college but i do feel like i'm very accepted like everywhere i go and i think that the black lives matter movement also helped for people to be more understanding of all people of color beyond just you know black people right 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 and that makes me ask you a very pointed question mm-hmm. in terms of uh, in terms of your own interactions with your college mates and back back earlier in the school yes uh, did you really have anything to do about looking at people from their religious backgrounds or from the social backgrounds and things like that was it at all an issue or was it there in anybody's minds at all as classmates as friends think it was much of an issue um i always had like diverse friendships in school um and you know there would always be something common within us that would allow us to relate but i think being friends with all these diverse classmates i really did get to know more about their life and the way that they grew up which i think is very interesting personally because it just brings a bigger perspective right right uh in terms of your initial lines that you spoke i think you saw through the filter of social media mm-hmm. a lot of negative things which you mentioned about right yes uh, how important is social media in your life archana I think it's very important in my life um mainly because it allows me to be connected with my friends, my family like with you know a click of a button and I you know I'm able to connect with you for example right? right like that wouldn't be possible without social media I'm able to talk to my uh grandparents, my aunt, uncle, anyone my friends mm-hmm. from college who don't live in the same state as me i'm able to quickly send them a text and we are able to stay connected for the summer um but in addition to being connected i think social media is like you know very entertaining and you know it's a pastime for me when i'm bored mm-hmm. um but you know i think like it allows me to kind of be engaged with news in a very like easy to read format for me um right. you know i follow a lot of news posts and i think the the integration with the news in social media has allowed me to want to read it and also just keep up with general news as well so i've seen a lot of positives in that aspect but i think right. the negatives arise from you know very um hurtful comments you know kind of like talking from you know behind a unknown profile you know people think they can say whatever they want and it won't hurt others um and then you know like if they're fighting about something an issue 
um, it just can get very negative on the internet. How do you how do you how do you see the uh, the parental controls over social media at this point of time, at least for the growing children? Um, I definitely think it's important, like to a certain age, that parents do control social media because I think it can really shape like a lot of like like bad habits and like you know fill a person with kind of like a lot of like negative thoughts um it also can be you know harmful if someone um you know particularly like says something to you so you know being out on social media there is that risk that you something could happen to you personally and that can you know affect how a person perceives themselves um right so yeah i think to a certain age you know um until like a certain level of maturity um mm-hmm. better to kind of have that restriction in um you know since you use the word maturity i would like to understand mhm your scheme of things what do you think is maturity i think maturity is like you know about at least an when you're like 14 maybe like for me like high school i feel like was a turning point in like level of maturity like exposure to things um mm-hmm. that's what i i personally think so you are you're associating maturity with age and does it come with everybody at that particular age or what exactly happens to a person when you say she or he is kind of mature when do you say that a person is mature uh, in your view in your view i mean i i do think like like you you do bring up a good point like you know age doesn't a certain age doesn't always mean ev- you know everyone will be mature at that age mm-hmm. um but i guess i think being mature is knowing how to be like responsible with like your actions mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also um also just you know being very mindful of what you're saying what you're doing just kind of that that sense you know right right i so get I guess, you i think that, yeah yeah so i just i guess just you know whatever that happens for a person i guess that is when they would be mature right i picked up a couple of keywords in terms of your description of maturity mm-hmm. one is being responsible and being mindful and i think that those are great adjectives to to hang on to so that's mm-hmm. that's that's my takeaway from your definition and which makes sense mm-hmm. uh let me ask you a very important question because you grew up uh, uh you know in this milieu where social media has taken over uh, you know most of everybody's lives yeah in terms of <laughs> intruding or you know being there for everybody at all the times and every time uh having grown in this milieu how mm-hmm. i mean uh it could have been quite a quite a kind of an experience for your parents as well to raise you during these times not mm-hmm. in terms of anything else but in terms of this intrusion or inclusion of social media in one's life mm-hmm. given all this how do you how do you think you would 
expect parents to treat you as you are growing up well i think like be, like as you say like things have just really changed you know from when they've grown up to two times now so i think like really like being adaptable and understanding of these changes is like very important um like obviously like we in this age like everybody is on social media you know at a certain point so you ha- they have to i think parents need to understand that it just has become integrated with our life at this point right and they just have to you know be understanding but like obviously they have they can you know um they should mention things that if there's an issue like too much like screen time that is a very valid um you know a uh, conversation that they can have mm-hmm. and they should rightfully have as parents um but yeah just being very understanding and you know open to conversations um and yeah just supportive right 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 so uh, a supportive understanding uh, you know uh, parents would be able to give them much more of space to learn by themselves the art of being able to be responsible and mindful of their actions and behaviors that's what uh, i take away from you am i right in my understanding archana yes yes yeah right now on a different note mm-hmm. uh you know given the fact that we have so much of connectivity established through remote means uh how important is friendships how do friends make a difference in your life and do you all meet up do you all i mean what about the friends whom you don't meet but then you are constantly in touch with the social media what what, what about all that and what are your thoughts around that um i think friends really make a difference in my life in the sense that they've helped me through difficult decisions that sometimes you know like it's it, they would understand the situation better than you know sometimes my parents you know if it's related to like other uh social situations or you know academic situations as my peers who are doing this going through the same thing i feel like my closest friends have really helped me like like work through these problems and mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't be where i am you know without their help and i think similarly like i contribute to their life um in a same meaningful way and those experiences have also taught me you know how i want to do things in my life and what has worked for them that's something that i could try um my friends and i we talk a lot about like careers and um like you know in this like very competitive like internship um world like i get a lot of advice from my friends who have been successful and mm-hmm. and then in terms of social situations um 
you know, they gave really good advice to me, and I feel like a lot, some of the couple closest friends have been very important in my life. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily always talk or talk to my friends like every day, but the people that I that I do like really talk to, like it won't it doesn't matter to me how long it is before we speak but i feel like every time we do talk it feels like the same and honestly those are my favorite kinds of friendships because you mm-hmm. know we're all like now we're we're all in different colleges we are busy like like things are just different now but i do think that there's like a sense of understanding between some of me and my friends that like we will always be there to support each other if we need to um mm-hmm. but we don't have to be in constant communication like every day right right i can i can note that uh, you know um you know you, even in terms of uh, the understanding of this career choice that one has to make there could be some important inputs that your friends also could give you right mhm uh in that process uh, what is how, how do you think you in in your own way made a choice of your career as well how did you do that how did you go about it uh i think i just you know really explored the like the options that i had in college in the two years so far i really enjoy my major that i selected and the curriculum So I think mm-hmm. that has made me like really choose like something that I hopefully think I will like. My major is computational biology. Um mm-hmm. and basically it is a mix of computer science classes and biology um and genetics classes. And the goal is to see how computer science can be combined with biology. to kind of enter this new intersected field. It's a really upcoming field this intersection of healthcare and technology which mm-hmm. I recently have found great interest in and mm-hmm. that exactly is where what my internship surrounds. You right. Know, working right. in that cancer center but working from a technology standpoint. So I think I kind of came to this like liking through the classes that I took in my at college but also kind of like doing my own research in the of, of the field. Right, right. So uh, you know you you have a trigger in terms of uh, the, the direction that you would like to take in terms of a subject or a course. and from that trigger you go on to do your own research and uh, the classes of course bring their own meaning and kind of interest that you know spring up through the interactions with the faculty and with the fellow students as well i guess mm-hmm. right so um well i think you are um, i mean particularly talking about your field that you are into computational biology um well that's just a term for us which we are not even aware of in terms of what it can do or what it is all about nevertheless one can make out that it is a sunrise subject that is right now on the horizon for you and mm-hmm. 
I'm sure your you people are going to make a lot of meaning and contribution to the world as things move on in this particular subject itself. So I I wish you all the very best on that point. Thank you. Now let me let me let me now get on to Archana Sapparsan. Mhm. Uh, what is what motivates you as a person Archana? When you get up in the morning uh mm-hmm. do you feel that you look forward to the day or for that matter if you have to go anywhere for that matter whether to college or to do something mm-hmm. what what motivates you as a person I think like I think one of the main things is that I know that I can always be better in some shape or form like skill like I can always improve like recently i've taken on like cooking and baking and you know like i know that it's an important skill for life but i know that there's a lot that i can do to better myself like creatively in that way and then right. in school like yes i know i have to do all these classes but i kind of see it as that i i have been given this opportunity to learn something that you know mm-hmm. as computational biology is not a major or something that is that's like been around for a while so i kind of mm-hmm. look at that as an opportunity to be like one of the very first few students who can do this um who can do this major and take all these interesting classes so i try to look at things from a more like positive like standpoint because i think that is more motivating mm-hmm. um but you know of like of course i think like obviously being around like competitive individuals like yeah of course that will be motivating to me because i want to you know excel um right. in that academic standpoint but i think internally like i just feel like whenever i do well i feel proud of myself and i kind of chase that feeling great great there is an innate desire always in you seems to be archana that uh, i can always become better and be better that's a great belief to have in the first place and uh, of course saddled with uh, a competitive spirit where you would like to excel in your field of specialization phenomenal combination to have to motivate yourself and really really excellent that's so wonderful wonderful to hear that mm-hmm. uh on another note achana you you mm-hmm. have you're interacting with various people in your college and maybe at the social gatherings as well mm-hmm. so you find people from different generations your parents your grandparents and maybe others who are in different uh from different generations you meet people right Mhm. Uh how does that interactions and living in a world with different diverse generational people how how does it come across to you what's been your experience around that? Um I definitely think it has been interesting because like my my tata my grandfather like you know he's grown up in a different way my appa he's grown up in a different way and now i'm going right. up in a different way so right. i think there's like a lot that can be shared like mm-hmm. amongst you know all three generations 
like things I can learn from my like appa and things I can learn from my tata and I think it is just very like cool and unique to see the different like experiences we all have had in our life and mm-hmm. you know at this age like I'm uh going to be turning 20 soon um but when i was when i'm turning 20 this is currently my life but you know when my father was turning 20 and tata was turning 20 they had completely different like outlooks for life at that point right and i think that is just very very interesting right so you see it in a very very constructive way if i were to put it in that manner that there's a lot to learn from each other in terms of the generational experiences that each one brings to the table right yes yes definitely right right and today we are actually at the at the intersection of uh, you know the baby boomers the gen y mm-hmm. the millennials and the gen z from where you're representing yourself mm-hmm. so almost about four to five generations living together you know in different forms in different forums right yes that makes it a very interesting pack to live and enjoy that coexistence right <laughs> right so um let me not take much of your time and i have one last question for you mm-hmm. so jenny persana if you have a magic wand what is the first thing you would like to change in this world that you see around yourself Um that that is a tough question. <laughs> uh but I think like something very easy that I think everyone can do is to be more mindful of their environment. Like we see that global warming is a big issue and it's only progressing like worse in a worse direction. So I would just change you know i would just make everyone more mindful of taking care of their environment but also just having more environmental friendly like businesses and vehicle like manufacturing like everything i would just try to implement some sort of environmental friendly aspect to everything right right great this the sound bites that leave us with from archana is on environmental friendliness and doing something towards improving the ecology and environment as such going forward uh thank you very much archana it's been very it's been a very very interesting and insightful to hear from you on various aspects of life around you and uh, i found that you are particularly very mindful of how you put across your views and what you say and i think they carry definite meaning i'm sure it's been helpful to all of us to understand this representative from the gen z generation and thank you once again very much achana for your time truly appreciate that thank you thank you it was really wonderful having this conversation thank you very much once again and see you all next time around on the gen z speak series from garden central here bye bye see you next time around